Hello, welcome back to Pop Culture Blast. I'm your host, Danny. It's been a bit, I feel like I say this every single time, and I'm sorry. I know I haven't been recording as much. I actually just got over walking pneumonia, so now I'm kind of trying to get back on my feet and all of that. You know, I had a health scare, and it's been a it's been a fun ride, but now I'm back and I feel like I say this every time and something else happens. So actually we're going to scratch and scratch that. I never said it. I didn't jinx anything. Don't remind me. <laughs> but otherwise I've been doing okay. Um just trying to get this whole semester over with. I am so burnt out and I'm just ready to be done. <laughs> But, yeah, so I've been doing that. Um, I got to hang out with my boyfriend this weekend, which was so much fun. I got to hang out with his family, and we went out to dinner, and it was great. I tried tiramisu for the first time. Um, absolute game changer. It's a bit cocoa-y, but I absolutely love it. So you should definitely get it when you can. <laughs> but... Anyways, let's get into the episode. Enough about me. Um, so this episode is going to be a bit more darker than usual. Um, I'm just going to give you some content warnings before we get into it. So I'm going to be talking about sexual assault, murder, creepy sexual behavior, and also there's going to be some spoilers ahead of the movie I'm talking about today. So if any of those kind of trigger you, I would click off this episode. I don't want to trigger anyone. That is the last thing I want to do. But I'm going to try my best not to go too much in depth. So I, like I said, I don't want to trigger anyone. I don't want to bring up bad memories. Just I did my research and everything. Don't worry. Um, I'm going to try to keep it as brief as possible. So First, we're going to get into the first topic. So I'm going to be reviewing the new horror movie Smile, which I'm pretty sure you've seen the trailers and it looked really cool and I had very, very high hopes. So basically, and like I said, spoilers ahead, I'm going to talk about kind of what the movie is about. So a a psychologist named Dr. Rose Cotter, she had witnessed a patient end her life right in front of her. There was like a big smile on her face, and I'm not going to go too much into detail, but she did unalive herself right in front of uh, Dr. Rose Cotter. So after she witnesses this, she starts experiencing occurrences she cannot explain. So Whenever she'll, like, see someone or this entity will find her, they go into a person or think of themselves as a person, and they have, like, this really creepy smile on their face. And not only is it the people around her, but also people from her past that are long gone and dead. So 
in order to survive, she has to face her past. So there were things about her past, of course. So her mother, what uh, I assumed, they didn't really go into depth with it, but I'm guessing the mother had abused and scared her. And also she was under the influence of drugs. So now that you get kind of a picture, it was absolutely terrifying. I now cannot sleep with my door open. I have to like keep it closed because I'm scared it's going to be open and then somebody's going to come into the room with a big smile on their face and just, ugh, ugh. Um, So, yes, it terrified me. I went with my uncle and he was scared too and he never gets scared from like scary movies. Like this one really got to him. So kind of my thoughts on it. Um, quality wise. So there was really not a plot, which I was kind of bummed about because I really like horror movies with well bit well built plots. And they didn't have that. It was kind of more on shock value. Um and also like critics didn't really like it either. And I'm gonna go through a few of them that I had found. So a lot of people are saying it's very similar to The Ring and It Follows, which are two other movies. I think The Ring has to do with the really creepy girl coming through the TV. And then It Follows, I think that was on Netflix. I never watched that one, so I'm not sure. So there was a critic by the name of Kate Reif, R-I-F-E. She gave the movie a 2.5 out of 4. And she said, in padding out the concept from an 11-minute short into a nearly two-hour movie, Smile leans too heavily not only on formulaic mystery plotting, but also on horror themes and imagery lifted from popular hits like The Ring and It Follows. There's also by the a guy by the name of Kevin Maher, M-A-H-E-R. You know me. I'm going to butcher these names super badly, and I'm so sorry. So... Kevin is a critic of The Times. He gave this a two out of five and said, there are some nice jump scares in Bacon who, it's so uh, it's short for Sosie Bacon, who played Dr. Rose Cotter. So like I said, he said, there are some nice jump scares and Bacon is charismatic, but it's achingly deriative and dull. Then also... Uh, Jeffrey M. Anderson, who is a critic of Common Sense Media, gave this a 2 out of 5 as well. And he said, The image of a creepy, sinister smile so primal and so chilling that it might have inspired something truly penetrating. But sadly, this horror movie is content, content to fall back on noisy jump scares. And I am not one for jump scares. I am a big scaredy cat. So I prefer like very unsettling movies, like ones that kind of give you an adrenaline rush. But I, I just can't do jump scares. They just freak me out. Like I know during the entire movie, I had like my hands on my eyes. I'm like, I can't watch this. Like there's like this one part and I'm not going to, like I said, there's going to be a bit of a spoiler. So Dr. Rose Cotter had... It was after she had done something. I think she gave her sister's son her dead cat instead of what she had bought him, which was 
the entity that was doing it. And she tried going over and apologizing to the sister. And the sister is like, well, I don't want to hear it. You traumatized my child. Now get out of here. And she goes to go in her car. Then all of a sudden, you see the sister like walking super fast onto the window and or to her car window and knocked on it. And, you know, uh, Dr. Rose Cotter looks at the window and I don't know how to explain it, but like the sister's head, like I thought it like broke off, but it like distorted her neck and she had a smile on her face and it was traumatizing. It scared the living crap out of me. I just, mm -mm. I, I can't, but I was expecting a lot more from it because it was hyped so much and I am kind of disappointed they did go with the jump scares. I I truly thought it could have been better. But that's just kind of my views on it. Some people liked it, and that's totally okay. We are all entitled to our own opinions. So that's all I had really for that one. Um, I know there's probably going to be another movie review coming up soon, which is Pray for the Devil, which is a new one that's coming out and my uncle and I are going to go see that as well because he really wants to see it. So we're going to do that and I'm excited to report back on it. And yeah, I'm very, very excited. So topic number two, there are some YouTubers slash celebrities being called out for sexual assault. So I, one of them I just heard about it on TikTok, and the only reliable source I had was Reddit. So take that maybe with a little grain of salt, but they're accusing this person of pretty bad things. So we're going to start with them. So he is called Boy in a Band. If you were on YouTube in like the early 2000s, or you watched Onision, you would know exactly who this guy is. And, you know, he was very, very well loved. So he, from the Reddit post, was accused of a lot of things. Like there were screenshots and everything and proof, but I'm not so sure on how accurate it is. So like I said, just take it with a grain of salt. But I kind of wanted to talk about this. So some of these things I'm going to kind of skip around. I don't know if I'm going to give all the reasons because like I said, I don't want to get my head chopped off for it. So first, he expected his past partners to cook and clean, otherwise call them replaceable. They say his mother must be mentally ill if she is happy to cook and clean. Uh, the exes were humiliated because he would go shopping with them and only buy microwave meals. Um... He would be difficult and critical about the ex's work, and apparently he had admitted to a couple people about hitting a woman or a girl once he, once when he was younger. And he also made, like, very inappropriate sexual comments to them, and some of the other stuff I don't really think applies to this, but I'm not going to go too much into it. <laughs> so... And I was kind of looking through the comments on Reddit, too, just to see what everybody thinks. I know a lot of people are like, well, I don't really know 
if these match the allegations because he was uh, being accused of sexual assault, I believe. And I feel like this was more like, I don't know, like maybe like abuse or especially like emotional abuse. I know like that's really hard to prove. And also it is the most detrimental kind of abuse. Like, I mean, you have your physical and your sexual and all of and verbal, but I think emotional is the worst. So I think this just shows that he's not a good person. And, you know, he was praised for years about his work. And personally, I was never a fan. I only heard about him through Onision, which I used to watch years ago. He is an awful human being. We're going to talk about him. Don't worry, because I'm pretty sure a lot of you younger people are probably like, who in the world is that? So we'll get into that later. But I really think, I don't know. I, I don't want to say anything without like getting my head chopped off, of course. But I just think this goes to show that he's a very terrible human being and he should not be in a relationship. That's all I think. <coughs> Excuse me. So next, we're going to talk about Rex Orange County. Now, he is, um, I think he's a singer. I know he's, like, really big on TikTok and stuff, but I'm not a super huge fan. But apparently, he was charged with six accounts of sexual assault in the UK. And he had sexually assaulted a 24-year-old woman six times in two days. I think there was like times it was at his house and then in a taxi. And then also he, you know, had went to court and he pleaded not guilty on October 10th and was released on unconditional bail with a trial set for January 3rd, 2023. And honestly, this makes me so bad, so mad that he got away with it. And I feel like kind of with privilege, with being such a big star like, they're basically, quote-unquote, untouchable. So I really hope something gets got gets – I can't talk – gets done. And hopefully the woman who had accused him will get justice. But apparently he was like, oh, I'm so glad my name got cleared and da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, the fact that you had to go to court says you definitely did something. So – I feel horrible for the victim, and I really hope she gets justice. So those were the only two I could really find. Like, of course, you have lots of other people, like, on YouTube, like, you know, like James Charles and Jeffree Star, Trisha Paytas, any other ones, um, and, like, Shane Dawson as well. Like, they just did very awful things like nothing as bad as what Rex Orange County did but I wanted to talk more about YouTubers because as I was researching this stuff I'm like man like we really are not getting any like controversies anymore like we did on YouTube but YouTube's gone so downhill and it makes me so sad because that was kind of my outlet. I used to watch so many videos on it and I'd get into fights in the comment section. <laughs> and 
Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to get into a few of those. So there's going to be a few uh, past scandals that kind of overshadow these new ones, like showing like how awful people were back then. So first we have Austin Jones. If you don't know who he is, he did like a bunch of cover, like acapella covers on YouTube. Like he would do like, you know, like I write sins, not tragedies and welcome to the black parade and like, like the emo stuff, like the stuff I lived on during high school when I was mad at my parents all the time and it isn't a phase. So he... Yeah, he did things like that. I know I had a friend who was in love with him. Like, that's all she talked about. And all, like, she would listen to him all the time. And I remember this absolutely crushed her because she was so in love with him. So, basically, and this is kind of a short Sparks Notes version. So, in 2015, it was reported that he had contacted several underage girls to film themselves twerking. And then also, if I remember right, he would get close with these underage fans like, oh, if you're really a fan of me, you'll send a video of you twerking or with your shirt off and stuff like that. So he had admitted these allegations and, of course, did the crappy uh, YouTube apology video. (laughs) But in 2017, he was actually arrested at Chicago's O'Hare Airport, airport for two counts of production of child pornography. And I think he's currently still serving time. So here, um, it, it was on May 3rd, 2019, that he was sentenced to 10 years. Um, then after a court hearing that happened three days later... Austin Jones was given permission to remain under house arrest until he reported to prison later on June 28, 2019. And also, like, so currently, of course, he's still serving time. He is not going to be out for a while. But then also, and I literally just found this out. On May 14th of 2019, a YouTube video was released by D. Fizzy. Um, He was a YouTuber. He cited evidence implicating Kevin Lyman, who is the founder of the Vans Warped Tour, Leslie West, who was the owner of the Raven, Wisconsin, and Brian Stars. They apparently covered up his behavior and actions. So, yeah, I didn't know about that. I, If you were, like, on YouTube back then, (laughs) Brian Stars was, like, he was all about like interviewing these these stars. I know um, he did one with he did quite a few with Ronnie Radke, who is the lead singer of Falling in Reverse, which was one of my favorite bands throughout high school. But <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so I know, like now, like apparently, like he was horrible towards the people he interviewed he's not a very good person is basically what we have learned today i know he ended up in 2017 like leaving the whole thing so there was that and then we're also going to talk about 
another one, I don't know if this really, this is just basically very weird instances. So we're going to be talking about Shane Dawson. (laughs) I think we all remember Shane Dawson and his conspiracy theory videos and his friendship with Garrett Watts and Drew Monson, who are amazing people, and they're off doing very successful things, and I'm so proud of them. I loved Drew. He was my favorite human being, and he was so funny. And, you know, Garrett was so sweet and everything, and I remember being mad because, like, Shane would, like, be absolutely rude to him, and I was like, he doesn't deserve that. So... We're going to go through a few things. Um, So Shane Dawson, he had joked about assaulting his cat. And then he ended up like getting super mad and basically was like, I never did anything to my cat. And the fact that you guys believed that it was supposed to be a joke. Um, He also did blackface like years ago he also looked up quote-unquote naked baby and made comments about the baby being quote-unquote sexy which is very that's like borderline pedophilia but then also he sponsored a scam called better help which a lot of youtubers did so basically BetterHelp is supposed to be this, like, software where, like, you can, like, have access to therapists and it's about, like, mental health. But apparently, like, you had to pay, like, 70 bucks just to, like, use it. Um, But basically, there were claims that they were profiting off fans' mental health issues, which is a big no-no, an absolute big no-no. So next, we're going to be talking about Onision. I'm pretty sure if you were really big into YouTube, like in 2011, 2012, you know who this guy is and how much of a horrible person he is. So I have watched so many videos and did so much research just about this guy. And we're going to talk about how horrible he was. Now, this was like the biggest controversy I mean ever so there were some things so basically he had allegations against him with abuse and child grooming so what happened was there like I said there were so many things that happened there was a point he was with someone named Kai, who was formerly known as Lainey. So they got together, and apparently I think Kai was underaged when him and Onision got married. So there were implications that he, or Onision, in fact, groomed Kai. And also there was a person by the name of Billy Don Webb. So Billy had made allegations of abuse by them and 
apparent so Kai and Onision they were very well known for having an open relationship and they would take advantage of minors so they would quote unquote date them and I believe it was Billy who was dating Kai more than Onision but of course Onision's like well we're together we get to share Billy fine and dandy and then once they had broken up Billy came out and talked about it um apparently Onision like texted Billy and like threatened her and like oh well you need to do this because you're a liar and you're a horrible person and it was pretty bad things like there was one point he wanted her to get a tattoo above her buttocks that said I believe it was oh gosh I am a liar I think and then there was another thing and Trigger warning. This is, like I said, very, very dark. Um, so basically, the text, part of the text, um, Onision sent to Billy. Uh, Onision said that, oh, another punishment is you can be chained to the basement wall for a week with a sign around their neck that says, I'm sorry for lying. Also, Billy uses they, them pronouns, I believe. And if I slipped on that before, I apologize. I just found it out. <laughs> um, so then, you know, of course, Billy's like, I'm not doing that. Like, you're out of your mind. And Onision harassed them super badly and said, well, we took you out of a broken home. You should be appreciative, which is manipulation. And that's horrible. And gaslighting just, mm-mm, nope. Then there was another person by the name of Sarah. Now, Sarah also was from a broken home as well. And, of course, Sarah was more with Kai. And there were, like, I mean, it was, there were some weird things. And then Onision had admitted that himself and Kai did have intercourse with Sarah. And of course, the the weird part is the pair had known them or knowed her knew her since she was 14 years old. Now the intercourse wasn't until after she was 19. But ethically, that's still very inappropriate because they knew Sarah when she was a child. So that happened. <laughs> um, let's see. Like, there's so much more. If you want to look, like, online, there's so much stuff, and it'll explain it better than me. I just don't want to go too, too far because, like I said, I don't want to trigger anyone because it is very, very dark. Now, Onision did have a documentary on him, but I think Chris Hansen went too far with it. I think he was a terrible person for making this series because, you know, Sarah had told him about what Onision put her through. And, you know, instead of, you know, taking that stuff to the police and figuring it out, he sent it to a journalist and they profited off of it. So it was absolutely disgusting. 
but the people who had spoken in this documentary were, it was an ex of Onision who went by the name of Shiloh, who, wonderful artist, you should go check them out. I'm going to be careful with pronouns because I am totally not sure, so I'm just going to go with they for now. And I feel so bad for Shiloh. Like, he had emotionally abused them so much to the point where they would have stress-induced seizures. And Onision recorded this and put it online. And the seizure was so bad, like, they couldn't even talk, which... That should warrant medical help, but Onision's like, well, I know more than the doctors, and I know what to do, so they do not need to go to a doctor, which I don't know. And the scariest part is that he has kids. He has two kids, and I know there were, like, a lot of speculation that he did abuse them because I know there was one point Kai was making a video, and you could hear Onision full on screaming at his kids. And then there was one point one of his kids like fell out of a window and cracked their head open. And it's, I know there was a lot of speculation too, like he was neglecting the children as well, but that's all speculation. So I would take that with a grain of salt. But instead, the other stuff that actually was backed up by evidence. So this was like, the biggest controversy like ever on YouTube like there is a really really good video that I think Jay Aubrey made he's a wonderful YouTuber and he had collaborated with The Right Opinion who also covers like YouTube controversies so I would go check them out and look at just educate yourselves because honestly these YouTubers they seem so sweet and just want to give back and they're grateful. But in the end, a lot of them are very, very evil people and they are hurting their audience. So just don't trust any of them. Just be like, oh, like, like you can like their content, but don't praise them to the point where it's like, oh my gosh, they're so wonderful because you never know. So, and these YouTubers I had talked about, um, Austin Jones, I was not a fan of. Shane Dawson, I was a huge fan. So I was so disappointed. And then Onision, I really wasn't a fan, but I did watch his videos. Like, he had done this series where it's like, oh, Onision listens to your favorite songs. And I'm like, oh, I can find new songs to listen to. And I remember, like, him absolutely crapping on all of them, saying, like, you're garbage. Like, how can you listen to this? And I know I had done some research myself um, and had watched some of the videos where he was, like, commenting on, like, weight and, you know, looks and everything. And, oh, would Onision date you? It was absolutely disgusting. And I, it sickens me that I had to sit through that. <laughs> but I wanted to kind of educate myself on what's happening. But... I thought that was so gross. And I remember so many people being like, well, I like how he's brutally honest and that I need to watch what I eat in this and that. And I'm like, you're going to listen to a grown man who has greasy hair and looks like he smells. You're going to 
listen to him about your weight. You know your body, and your weight shouldn't define you as a person. Like, they're, all bodies are beautiful. That's how we were sculpted. Don't listen to a man, because a man obviously doesn't know how a woman's body works. End of story. <laughs> but like I said, I would definitely go and do research if this kind of intrigued you. But in the end, and just this podcast, I kind of show the real side of famous people and how it can get to their head. So that's the end of the episode. Um, This podcast was recorded at the studios of KALA-FM St. Ambrose University. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of KALA Radio or St. Ambrose University. Thank you so much for listening. Um, If you're more interested in kind of these past controversies, I think I might start covering more and just... I think because I see it on YouTube all the time, like calling out people from the past. I think I might start doing that a bit more. But of course, doing my research and making sure that I'm speaking correctly and not trashing on someone because that is the last thing I want to do. So I hope you guys keep listening. Um, This was a very dark episode. I'm going to try to make it a bit more positive next time because I do think positivity is very, very important. So yeah, um, I hope you have an awesome day. Um, Treat yourself, drink water, and get a good night's sleep every night and just stay healthy, please. All right, bye.